0: Today on the News and Why It Matters, San Francisco imposes the strictest shutdown in the country and the White House prepares for a coronavirus stimulus package. All that and much more coming up and it starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, today joined in studio by uh, Stubergeer because he is the other expendable employee as we, as we went over
1: yesterday. Yes, and we are, how far are we? I, I mean, are we six feet?
0: I'm, I I know. think maybe five.
1: We're five, five 5.3 five feet away, <laughs> so obviously they want us both to die.
0: We're goners, we're goners. Uh, but we are also joined by Glenn Beck himself, who is, I guess, in his yes. bunker. He's He's protected
2: uh yeah i am uh you know they um uh they say that we shouldn't be around each other so uh we're not well i'm not around you guys you're expendable as you said
0: why did something happen to your eye
2: uh no you know they're all out of face masks um so this is as close as i could get
0: (laughs) i'm not not sure how protected you're gonna be (laughs) just the eye I'm not sure. I, don't
2: know if you see, I don't know if you can see this. Can you see how pointy this is? This is like a Madonna, like an uh, like eye it. patch thing. It's <laughs> like like how pointy it is. It's like, <laughs> I think I should wear it under you your know, down under here. Under your shirt. Right. Yeah. Well, that would look nice. No, uh, on my shirt. Like oh. That. Okay. A,
1: this,
0: is, this is going yeah, off the Madonna rails underway. in record
2: time, yeah. I feel like. If you're listening to podcasts
1: right now, <laughs> you're, you're missing out. And you're going to be happy that you missed out.
0: Yes. Well, Glenn, I have yeah. to say, yeah, yeah, we yeah. keep waiting for the invitation to, uh, to hunker down at, uh, in, your, in your bunker, but I, I don't think we've received nope. one yet. Yeah.
2: Just, no, just, it's making not sure. happen either. just making sure. Just making sure. No, not going to happen. Uh,
0: so, <laughs> yesterday, I guess it was yesterday evening, San Francisco imposed the strictest shutdown uh, directives in the entire country. They ordered all residents of the country to, or I'm sorry, of the county to shelter at their place of residence. Now, this is with the exception of uh, people who have to leave for, quote, essential purposes. Uh, the term essential and non-essential, I know, has created a lot of confusion amongst the residents. But uh, this is punishable by fine imprisonment or both. Uh, and they so far have determined that if you need to go to the grocery store, that's considered essential. If you work at a grocery store, that's considered essential. Uh, you apparently can still go How on if you work at a-
2: Sincerely, what if you work at a uh, broadcast network? I mean, how do we know what's essential and what's not essential? I I mean, and and prison prison is a federal is a federal thing. Do they we have state prison? Yeah, I guess we do have state prison. How can you possibly go to prison for leaving your house? What what is this other than um we're not taking it seriously too many americans are not taking this seriously they're not staying at home they're just thinking this is no big deal look i i have said from the beginning the first wave i don't think is going to be so bad um we are ahead now of what europe has been doing and look how bad things are in europe we are doing them at about the same time or in front of europe So the first wave of this, which is, you know, the actual disease getting here is not going to be as bad as the second wave. And the second wave is a tsunami and it is a depression that is coming. How many people are thinking this way? Is anyone they're still denying that the first wave is coming on shore, let alone uh, everybody. You should get off the beach and head for the hills.
0: Mm. Uh, I know that New York City is apparently, as of the time of this taping, they are considering the same type of shelter-in-place directive. Um, they haven't come out and issued it yet, uh, again, as of the time of this taping. Stu, what are your thoughts on this directive? Uh, does it infringe? I know we talked yesterday about kind of the, the the difficult line to walk when you're talking about infringing upon people's liberties.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't even know if this would hold up at the end of the day, and I don't think they care, honestly. No. I think after you know after this whole thing passes, maybe they go to court and lose, and they don't actually have to pay the fines or whatever. Um, I think this is their way of essentially threatening as much as they can. Um, If you go, if you're going to your broadcast job and you think it's essential, and they stop you, I mean, are they going to put you in jail? Probably not. They might send you home. They might say, "Well, okay, you can go, but not tomorrow." Um, I, my guess is they're not going to be doing this. They're trying to send a message: don't go to the bar, don't be frivolous, mm-hmm. right? Don't leave for frivolous reasons. But I mean, this is a mess. The, you know, San Francisco is one thing; New York is another. I mean, Glenn, we used to talk about this all the time with New York, where you're in that city in the middle of a, a situation where you can't really do much of anything. You can't leave your house to go get things. Maybe it's not being supplied as fast. People are buying up too much stuff. You know, people don't have storage room to to. You can't be a prepper no, in New you York did. City.
2: No, I had a big apartment in New York and there was no room for storage. You had about a, in, in my apartment, you had about a, maybe a week's, week and a half worth of, of food. Most people don't do that. And with Uber Eats and everything else, most people are eating out. Those restaurants close. Uh, those supermarkets are going to be under siege. And the other thing that freaks people out in New York City is there's only seven exits. Um, Most people don't know this, but if you go to Columbia University um, there on uh, Manhattan, you still have to take a swimming test. If you are going to uh, graduate, you cannot get your diploma unless you have swum. I think it's seven laps uh, nonstop in the swimming pool. That's your final exam that you have to take. You have to do seven laps without stopping. And most people don't understand why. Everybody, everybody, when, when Hannah was thinking about going there, everybody was like, well, that's weird. Oh, well. And I said, that's weird. Why? And they said, well, it's real kind of old timey, but we've just kind of kept it. It's the only way off the island. If everything else breaks down, it's seven laps to the mainland. And I'm like, holy cow, that that kind of changes things. There were only seven exits. And if you don't have a boat, you're not going anywhere.
0: Mm, yeah. Glenn, what is your take on, you know, as as Stu and I just mentioned, we've been having this ongoing conversation about, you know, how far is too far when it comes to the government forcing businesses to shut down, forcing people to stay in their homes if, you know, they are considered non-essential, really?
2: They don't have a right to do any of it. Now, let me give you this. This is just from The Washington Post. Here's the uh, here's the, the headline. U.S. government tech um stop with the ads u.s government and tech discussing ways to use smartphone location data to combat coronavirus what they're talking about now is high tech giving the government locations on everybody so they know if anyone is out of their house excuse me wow what scares me is with what's happening with our financial markets uh we are entering a place to where our freedoms could be lost because of this coronavirus and never come back. Mm. It, it it may not happen through a change in government or Bernie Sanders taking over. It may happen because they'll never give this power back. Uh,
1: one interesting thing I think is uh, is what South Korea has done, which is not quarantined everybody. They have not taken everybody and made them stay in their homes. They've done a totally different approach. I think they're the only ones who have actually done it this way, which is one, they're f- testing like crazy. Everybody's getting tested, so they're trying to f- find these cases as quickly as possible. And two, they're monitoring everyone. High-level surveillance. You can go out. They're not making you stay in your home. They're not even saying you have to stay in your home. They're letting everyone go where they want to go, but they they know exactly where you are, and they're, keeping, they're actually letting... Um, Cases of coronavirus, they're identifying them on maps, so you cannot go to the location where people are who have it. Huh. I mean, think about what the invasion of privacy that would be uh, for for us mm. here in America. There, they're much more accepting of it. I wonder though if we get to a place here where uh, we are so sick of being locked in our homes that the government gives us an option. You can leave as long as you give in to this surveillance. Mm. And we are like, yes, give it to us, please, because we can't stay in our homes anymore. It's this type of thing you could see us giving up those types of uh, freedoms for the security.
0: Yeah, Glenn, that's what I think is so dangerous about what's going on right now is that even conservatives, a lot of conservatives that I've seen seem so willing to just give away uh, their freedoms and their liberties because they're scared. Because, you know, whether the media, they think the media has hyped it up or whatever the case may be, they're scared right now and they're panicked. And now seems to be the time to them to just give complete control to the government, which to me seems crazy. How do you make sense of it?
2: It doesn't. Uh, it, it, for anybody who thinks that the government could become a dictatorship under Trump or Obama, it doesn't matter what are you thinking on this Mm -hmm. um i think we are headed for some really frightening things remember the government they never end national emergencies i mean Stu and i went over some national emergencies this morning there's still one from the carter administration on the books Um, we never close them down and all of the all of these bills are being written during this national emergency well let me ask you when does the national emergency end does the Mm -hmm. national emergency end uh, when we're through this wave of it, is it is it over once we get through the economic hardship of the first slap in the face? Is it when it comes back and is with us for the next 20 years? When does this end? Mm-hmm. And that's a question that we have to ask now at the beginning, because we didn't ask that question with the Patriot Act. And they're going to make people like you, like me, like Stu, like our audience, feel like freaks and un-American and and really immoral because we're not going to want to give the government so much power. I'm self-quarantined. I'm willing to do that. You've seen what we've done at The Blaze with an exception of you two. Uh, (laughs) There are not people on... (laughs) You'll notice that the camera... Put that camera back on, Stephen. That camera that was just online... That's a robotic camera, is it Mm -hmm. not? It is. Is that on the slider? It is on the slider. Yeah. So we are not putting people to work. I'm still paying them. The Blaze is still paying them. We still have our doors open, but we have reduced the staff. No one is coming. It's a ghost town, and I'm willing to do that. But don't you dare start telling me that you have to now monitor me. You have a right to my privacy because you do not. Yeah, I
1: think the distinction here um, is I think right now the correct answer is to give up our f- certain freedoms, to give them Mm-mm. not to let them be taken yep. not, not to, to the government be, right not to yeah. the government not to let them be taken by the government yeah. we are giving them willingly in this time because we agree there's a big uh there's a risk here and if you look at one of the uh, one of the big um things been going around about this virus is are these models from the washington uh post i think it was did you see these where all the balls mm-hmm. are bouncing around and they're turning all colors and everything yeah. else if you look at it you don't need every single person to never leave their home what you need is a massive reduction. If you can do that, it, it's more than enough that is needed. So you can go to the grocery store. You can occasionally go out. You can take a walk out on the street. You know, if you have, if have a job where it's you know it's important, you know, to you know, you're an essential employee, that's okay. Um, the issue is not being frivolous and overdoing it because that's where it really goes crazy. That's where you get Italy. That's where you get Spain. That's where you get France. That's where you get Germany. The reason here, if we if we can just reduce it um, for a long period of time, if it's a few weeks. Uh, whatever it is, it's going to give us enough time, hopefully, to ramp up our, um, our preparedness, to be able to figure out exactly um, from other countries what we can get away with, what we can't, what's the best approach. Give us a little bit of time. We're buying time right now. Yeah.
2: Glenn. So let me tell you this. Um, I said last week, and I know I said this to my family on Saturday or Friday when, when everybody's like, Dad, really? And I said, trust me, by this time next week, you will see things that you never thought you would see Mm -hmm. my son-in-law just came in and uh no yeah my son-in-law just came in and he said uh dad i uh i just was picking up some groceries at the supermarket and i said okay and he said um and it's the really nice supermarket i'm not going to name the town because i don't want people to know where we all you know live and shop but Stu, you know the really nice supermarket in that one town? Sure, sure. You know, the main town there? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Nice, Nice, right? Upscale. There are armed guards (gasps) now. They have posted armed guards inside the store to make sure that no one gets more than what they're supposed to get. Mm. Armed guards. Guards inside of that supermarket. That's insane. That's insane. That's Texas, a very religious community in a very upscale neighborhood Two armed guards by the cash registers not to protect the cash, but because someone's going to say, I'm sorry, you can only have three of those. That's nuts.
0: Wow. uh, I'd like to get into a little more of that uh, after the break. But uh, first, let's talk really quickly. Now, I think, is a good time to talk about your immune system. Uh, You know, there's just this little virus going around that uh, everyone's trying to take proper precautions not to get. And one of the best ways to avoid getting sick is obviously a very healthy immune system, which is why uh, we here at Blaze TV use Field of Greens by Brickhouse Nutrition. Uh, One Scoop has a full serving of real USDA certified organic fruits and vegetables. It boosts your energy and it also, of course, supports a healthy immune system. Um, A diet of fruits and vegetables can also reduce your risk of heart disease. Plus, Field of Greens is prebiotic, probiotic, and a great source of vitamins, fiber. Get all your nutrients in just one scoop. You put it in a glass. I know some people drink it with juice, We drink it with water at my house. It actually tastes good. I heard someone, I think I saw someone online say, oh, I'm sure it tastes gross like that V8 stuff. It doesn't taste anything like V8. It actually is delicious. It tastes like you're drinking a juice, even if you just put it in water. You can save 15% off your first order right now. You go online. You don't have to go to the grocery store to get this. Just go online to BrickHouseBlaze.com. That is BrickHouseBlaze.com. Use offer code Blaze to get that 15% off. You can subscribe today as well and save an extra 10% every month. Month. Now is the time to fortify your body. Go to BrickHouseBlaze.com. That is BrickHouseBlaze.com. Before we get into the coronavirus stimulus package uh, that the White House is preparing for, Glenn, I just wanted to ask you a couple more questions about uh, the armed guard situation, because that's the first that I've heard of that happening in this particular area.
2: Me too. And I got it from my son, so he's been drinking all day, and he's been at home. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know any more information other than I know the name of the supermarket. I'm not willing to give it out. Uh, And he came home and said they have... A limit on certain things that you can buy and they have armed guards there at the uh, at the counter. I've I've never seen I've never seen police or anything in, in anywhere near that area. Yeah. Where do you very safe?
0: Where do you think that the the panic is coming from? I mean, I get it that people are listening to, you know, the media who obviously is not going to want to report any sort of good news associated with this. people who are recovering. They're only focusing on the bad. And I understand that. But we've not gotten any indication that they're going to shut off our food supply, stop delivering toilet of paper not. to the stores. What where is all of the panic coming from, do you think?
2: I have no idea other than people are not informed. I mean, the problem with this is panic comes from people who don't have information. And so there's there's uh, different things you you fail to do or do that causes panic. When a government withholds information or doesn't have information but isn't trustworthy, then people go, you know, I don't think they're telling us the truth. And then conspiracy starts and then panic. The other way is uh is just to uh have a, a group of people where the information is there but they don't care to look. They're getting their news. They're not even getting their news from John Stewart now. A lot of people get their news um from memes. That's not news. That's not even comedy. That's not that's a meme. People have to educate themselves. Uh, sad but true. Uh, yeah. Still. Um and you know
1: two things. One, uh sort of the uh, uh, Old timey here, Glenn Beck uh, thing. If you listen to this show for nine thousand years, you know that like these situations don't shake you as much if you're prepared for them, at least in some way. You right. know, like I have stuff from my Patriot Supply. I, you know, like these. I was, I'm not. No one's prepared for months and months and months and months and months. Uh, who knows what this could be? You can't be prepared for every outcome, but if you're prepared for the general stuff, you're not freaking out and going and running over people for toilet paper right. at the store. The second part of that, though, is the reason people are panicking is is context. They've never seen any of these things happen before. And I've never seen any of these things happen before. Leagues are shutting down. Countries are closing their borders. New York City is going to not let anyone out of their homes and their apartments. You know, these are not normal things. I think it's absolutely perfectly normal to panic in this. And I don't think it's I I mean, the media doesn't help because they want to make it look like Washington is incompetent. And they have no idea what's going on. And that doesn't help. But I mean, I think the average person, no matter what the media was saying, is the NBA is what dissolving a billion dollars by not playing their games. You know, like uh, the uh, South by Southwest, three hundred and fifty million dollar economic impact. Just shut it off. Coachella, shut it off. The Masters, shut it off. Uh, the Boston Marathon, shut it off. Italy, you know, there's six or seven countries in Europe that have just closed their borders completely. People aren't being let out the of their money. homes or, you know, uh, house, uh, hospitals are being overrun. Just the context of the situation signals, I think, to the average person, I, maybe I should panic this time. Yeah,
2: Glenn. Yeah.: uh, I just think that um, Stu is absolutely right. We have never seen anything like this before, uh, and you know, I think what has added to the panic is the Federal Reserve. Um, the Federal Reserve uh, comes in, and they do more than they did on 2008 that was a banking collapse they've done more in the last week than they did during the weeks before and after tarp the tarp the 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 troubled asset bailout program that the fed just announced is bigger than tarp now they're just talking about we're just going to start sending people's checks for what to go buy what what are we going to do how are we going to do where are we going we're not spending money it's not gonna you can send us a buttload of money but quite honestly because you're freaking us out so bad I think I'd like to hang on to my money I I went to my bank today and uh, I said uh, I want to withdraw some of my cash and they said how much and I said well it'll be over ten thousand dollars so I know I'm going to be put on a terrorist list how (laughs) do I do it and uh, they said when I told them they said I don't know. We're going to have to call the federal reserve. (sighs) You guys didn't have a problem taking my money. How come I have a hard time getting my money out? I know all the money is not there in the bank. I get it. But why do I feel like a criminal if I want my money? Yeah. I mean, why
1: it's true. And you know, I mean like Glenn points out all the stimulus stuff they're attempting now. I mean, it's amazing what you're seeing. Mitt Romney comes out yesterday. We talked about that a thousand dollars. Um, I don't
0: know. Tom Cotton too, I think as yeah, well.
1: For, so it was, yeah, it was first Romney for thousand. Then it was Cotton and um, uh, a new group today, uh, uh, Hawley in in yes. Missouri, saying um, he is so fourteen hundred for a family of, uh, of three. It was like seventeen hundred for a family of four. Now, of course, the Democrats are not to be outdone here, <laughs> so their new proposal, which is now gaining steam on the Democratic side, is two thousand dollars per person, including children. So a family of four would be eight thousand um, dollars, and and it, it only phases out when you get to a certain level of wealth, I guess. Um, this is just like you know, this is this is the problem with you can't out give away
2: a Democrat. They're always give you, they'll always do more. This is going to oh, be. It, it's not going to stop. Right. When right. is that program going to stop? When is the ending? What's the goal? What's the metric? what are you trying to do we're just trying to get through this uh crisis well we may be headed to a full-fledged depression um I, I think that's what we're headed for we are headed for something unlike anything any of us have ever seen we only heard our grandparents or great-grandparents talk about it and it's it's going to be a massive shock to the system well fdr Did the same thing. He started all of these programs. Well, everybody's on the left wanted to have two things. They want to have modern monetary theory, which is what money doesn't matter. We can print more. What did the Fed do just this week to all the banks? They said, don't worry, don't worry. You don't need to have cash reserves so the bank can go and spend or loan all of the money that they have, all of the cash, and they're encouraging them to do that. And if the bank needs money, just call us. We'll truck it in. Okay. well, that's just printing money. That's the modern monetary theory. We are now adopting this without any discussion, without anything. It's the modern monetary theory. Uh, And then on top of it, you're getting things like I don't know if you saw the press today. They said uh, looks like everybody's now on board with Andrew Yang. No, we're not on board with Andrew Yang and, and universal basic income. What we are for is making sure that the people who are struggling have money so they can pay their rent, et cetera, et cetera. But I think this whole thing needs to be flipped upside down. I think we need to start attacking this in a way. Look, you want to give money out? We must make it painful for the government. They'll, they, they couldn't take it if they didn't stop this anything that you give them where they're giving free money out it's they're going to be fine with doing that and it will never go away one thing they won't do no taxes from here until the end of the year mm-hmm. no taxes no tax no gas tax no no taxes period no federal taxes They will end that the first opportunity they have. Mm -hmm. That's the kind of thinking that we need. Instead of them saying, we're going to give this to you. You tell them, no, you're just not going to take these things from me. They'll always line up to take more. They'll never give stuff back.
0: Yeah. Uh, more on the stimulus package and what all that contains when we come back. But first, I want to thank our sponsor, ExpressVPN. Uh, so it would be really nice if we had search engines nowadays and social media sites who were actually unbiased platforms and they didn't choose a side politically. Unfortunately, that's not what I would call real life. No. That's not what's going on right now. Uh, actually, in 2016, the tech elites at Google bragged about donating millions of dollars to Hillary Clinton. So. You know, there's that. Uh, now is the time to make sure that all of these big tech companies don't have access to uh, your personal data online, your web history, your email metadata. I mean, they have access to everything unless you're using ExpressVPN. Uh, ExpressVPN, it actually your it masks your identity, um, and it's all uh, it's all anonymous. And they do that by using a secure VPN server. They also encrypt 100% of your data to keep you safe from hackers and all of the internet bad guys, which there's a ton out there. If you know Jason Buttrell from uh, from our network, he goes into the dark web and he sees way more internet bad guys than you would think. And they all exist. So uh, it's really not a complicated process. Uh, it takes just a minute to set up the software on your computer or phone. You tap one button and you are protected. So if you'd like to keep your internet data, cause you believe actually that it belongs to you and not the big tech elites, you can go to expressvpn.com slash why. That is expressvpn.com slash why. You can get three months free with a one year package. That is expressvpn.com slash why. You guys are going to be surfing the internet like mad right now while you're locked up in your homes. Now is the time expressvpn.com slash why go there now. Just wrapping up what's going on with uh, you know Congress passing some um, stimulus packages. I know there's two different things being talked about. There's one that just went through the House that includes uh, paid family leave. Um, small businesses included will have to pay mandatory uh, paid leave for employees. I believe it lasts two weeks. Um, but I did not see. Now there could be, but I looked everywhere. I did not see any sort of sunset on that particular provision so who knows how long that lasts again just like glenn you mentioned the national emergencies once you give it doesn't go away right right yeah so uh, you
2: have to you have to have somebody willing to give up power And when you meet that person, you let me know.
0: Yeah, please. Uh, So we've got that whole thing going on. And then uh, we've got the White House who began signaling that they were aiming for a stimulus package that uh, was $850 billion. And it would be split between a payroll tax cut uh, support for the airline industry and $250 billion in loans for small businesses. Now, Stu... Obviously, I mean, I I own a small business. It's very small. I don't profess to be an expert in the matter. But I feel like there are a lot of small businesses that are staying afloat right now with loans. So I'm not sure how much this is going to be of help to a small business to just take on more debt.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, you know, like the... uh the, what the average restaurant may, operates with maybe a four percent profit margin, right. right? Like you right. just you're just off for a month, and that's obviously would sink every one of these things. Yeah. And that's why I mean I think like this is something that people are discussing, even though even people who wouldn't normally even consider this type of action. And I said before like I wouldn't. This is the one type of uh, situation where this s- makes some sense. If you're telling mm-hmm. businesses they can't go run their business, right? W- that's it whose responsibility be, is that? It has to be coupled it's with. it's the business owners, like right? Yeah. The business owner isn't saying they don't want to come in. Right. The people aren't saying they don't want to go operate at that store. It's the government telling you you can't do this. If we're going to go along with that, it probably is something where there's going to need to be breaks and 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 a bunch of freaking money thrown at a problem like this. And, you know, what's inexcusable here is not the fact that our our, um, country was caught off guard by some virus no one has ever seen before Mm -hmm. in human existence. What's inexplicable is that we were not more prepared for it. And that is what I think comes on the other side of this. Uh, More than just the, you know, we're throwing money at, at these businesses to keep them afloat. We also need to make part of this a actual preparation package. you know, the experts who have looked at these, you know things like vaccines for SARS and MERS over the years have all had tons of um, resources thrown at the vaccine when they're active. And the second that disease goes away, they're like, all right, well we don't need to deal with that anymore, and no one will fund these efforts anymore. Well, if we had a, a SARS vaccine, it would be pretty similar to what we needed for this. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead, they would be they would be a lot closer to the end of this road. But instead, everyone bails on it because there's no effort afterwards. This is the ty- this is national defense. We, conservatives talk about this all the time. There's only a few things we want the government to do. National defense is one of them. This isn't an enemy of an invading army, but it is. It's just a really small army that we can't see. Mm-hmm. You can only see under a microscope. And that is something we need to defend against. And after this is over... Besides all the crap we're going to have to try to put back together, we need to plan for the future. This is not this is not, this is is not not something that isn't predictable. All of these experts believe this is going to happen eventually, and we ignored them.
0: Yeah. Glenn, uh, you know, obviously, Stu, I think Stu's dead on that you, once you take away people's ability to go work, you have to couple that with some sort of, you know, stimulus, way for them to get paid. What, though, are the long-term ramifications for that?
2: How do you pay for it? Yeah. I mean, I agree one hundred and ten percent that this is an act of God. This is nobody's fault. Two thousand eight was the bank's fault. Mm-hmm. It was the people who took out the loan. They knew what they were doing. They took on too much debt. Uh, you could say that the depression will be the fault of the banks and the government uh, because they just kept doing insane things in two thousand eight through two thousand twenty that we all knew was was wrong. The ramifications of this is the end of i mean friday we had um a 30-year treasury sale now every year treasuries come up that's our loan you know our mortgage comes up and we have our mortgages staggered all we're, we're constantly selling bonds and constantly looking to translate that looking for people to loan us money so we can print more money and, and buy more stuff and give away more money to different people. And so every year we have these, these bonds, these treasury sales. Friday, we had a 30-year bond uh, sale, which means in a time when you are really, really concerned about your money, do you want to keep it safe for 30 years? The United States will give it back to you and then some in 30 years. It's not that we didn't sell very many of them. We had no buyers, zero. The entire world said, mm, I don't know if I trust the United States is going to be around for 30 years to pay that off. I don't think I'm going to give them their money. So now the Federal Reserve is the buyer of our bonds. There's no country doing it. It's our banks. And we're currently bailing out the banks. This is insane. It doesn't work. Stu, what could possibly go wrong here? I don't know.
1: That sounds, like, that's, that sounds like something Bernie Madoff was doing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he just described the it bank does. of Madoff. Uh, you know yeah. what's
2: crazy, Stu? I think this is, we, you and I, I don't know how to make this thing stop. Um, <laughs> you and I have been talking about this for, for how long? 2001? Oh, been a while. Yep. And long I've been time. saying there is catastrophic failure coming. We dodged that bullet in 2008 we never got strong enough and you see it with the fed what they're doing today our antibiotics don't work anymore Mm -hmm. okay it's not killing the infection in fact every move they make makes it worse because you realize that didn't work Uh uh-oh then they do something bigger wow that's even making it worse oh man this really this system is broken down we've been talking about this coming and a global depression and one that will reset all of the rules and all of the borders for 20 years. I think this is it. I think this is this is the time. I mean it's it's it's
1: certainly on the table, right? I mean anything's on the table right now and and you can prepare for these things by doing things and by not doing things. You can do you can do things like get masks and, and make sure you have all the supplies you need. And I, I want all the best doctors doing nothing but coming up with vaccines for diseases that will probably never come around. I don't care. I don't care if we spend we waste billions and billions of dollars attempting to do that, because it's obviously you see what the cost is when you aren't ready for it. Secondarily, another thing you can you cannot do preparing by not doing things is by not getting 22 trillion dollars in debt. So when you have a problem like this. Maybe you spend a trillion or two to take care of it if you have to and not feel like you're going to go off the end of a edge of a cliff because of it. We have spent so much money on freaking turtle tunnels and bridges <laughs> to nowhere that we are in a situation where we are pressed up against the wall. And these sorts of things are terrifying for our country. It shouldn't be with the economy the size that it is. But we're so far into debt. Uh, and so far beyond our means that we can't spend anymore. And this is going to make this is going to push us even closer to the edge, but doesn't push us off of it. Glenn, that's word.
2: So here's the here's the next thing that you can do. And that is stop being the mouth of Chinese propaganda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you watch our news and then you literally watch the Chinese uh, you know, minister of propaganda. It's the same thing. <sighs> They're saying the same thing stop doing the work of China and Russia and everyone else who's trying to destroy us. It's time for Americans to stand up and stand together.
0: Mm. Well, in the midst of uh, the coronavirus outbreak, there are still three states who are still holding primary elections. We will get into that when we come back.
1: It's crazy how
2: they are doing that today. Who is going to Florida? Who is going to Florida to vote?
0: Uh, Florida, Arizona, and Illinois are still holding their primary elections. Now, Ohio was set... To, to do so. But Ohio, the Republican governor there said, "Right, yeah, we're not going to hold our election right now. We're going to delay it. But the other three states decided it would be a good idea to go ahead and go forward with the election. Now, shockingly, gentlemen, I know you will be shocked to hear that at least in Florida, they're saying, no, 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 it's going to be totally safe at the polls because of all the light turnout. So you're not going to be exposed to as many germs because no one's actually showing up. Yeah. So, Glenn, that makes you feel way more confident that nothing could possibly go wrong holding these primaries. No,
2: it doesn't make me feel confident at all. (laughs) I mean, the the, you know what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You're going to shut it down? You're going to do it uh, later? We don't know what later is. I mean, we. I mean, I would have to go back and look at history into uh, 1918, what did we do last time we were in this situation? Mm-hmm. Did we shut down the election? Um, you know, what is the precedent on this? You you just, uh, I mean, th- this, we are dealing with a major crisis and an election that is very important. The most important election, and I know they say this every time, and I don't. <laughs> most important election of our lifetime. This is, this could decide the republic. So, uh, what do we do? I I I can't imagine holding a vote today, but I also can't imagine not holding a vote. Stu? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I think there is there is an argument
1: here, right? I mean, I you know, luckily there's a lot of early voting. I think we can all sit back and say, and thank God, first of all, I will thank God that Bernie Sanders is not going to be the nominee of the Democrats in the middle of this crisis. Oh, I am. We'd be I would, so I am ter- I would be terrified by that. I mean, I, I don't, Biden's bad enough, don't get me wrong, uh, if he were to win, but I mean, Sanders is a whole other thing. But I think more than that, it's like, thank God there's not a competitive primary. I mean, it, you know, if this was super close This stuff would be really... I mean, imagine if Bernie was winning by a little bit and they started delaying elections. This thing would... They'd set cities on fire because of it. Um, I think this is a situation where... Likely, what you they should, I think, have postponed this. I would have, I would have argued for that. Though I think you maybe schedule it down the road, and maybe you encourage, uh, you know, um, mail, vote by mail, and try to do things th- that are more down that road. It's all you can do. This is a this is an unprecedented situation. I don't think there's anyone trying to squash democracy here. I think everyone would like to be able to cast the votes. But I mean, we had two days ago. The CDC say no gatherings of 50 people or more. Obviously you've been to polling uh, areas before. If it's crowded, it's m- way more than 50 people. But then that was updated just yesterday, it went from 51 day to 10 the next day. 10. As I pointed out yesterday, Glenn, a lot of Mormon families very upset about this ten-person <laughs> gathering. I mean, I don't know what they're going um, <laughs> to do. The split them out. The Romneys are out. <laughs> um, we're going to have to rent another apartment. You guys are going to have to live over there. Um, but the situation here is obviously this this vote is going to be way over that. It's it's it is a way to say it, it signals to people. Look, they wouldn't be letting us vote if it were that serious. And there's enough people not taking it seriously that I I, I don't think that's a good thing to signal right now. You delay it a little bit. You push it down the road. Maybe you do more vote by mail if this continues to be bad. Um, But sending a bunch of people who are in a state known for its uh, retirement community Mm -hmm. to uh, to polls where the coronavirus is active is not a good formula. This is not a good formula. It could cause people to die. Yeah. Glenn,
0: uh, Stu makes a good point. I mean, especially when you consider the demographics of the people who will likely be voting in the Democrat primary, Joe Biden, as opposed to Bernie Sanders. I mean, Bernie Sanders has a young vote, right? And Biden has the older population who, uh, if I'm older, I'm not, I probably am not showing up for this.
2: No, I, if I'm older, I probably, uh, yeah, I would, because I would be like, you know what? I'd walk through a wall of fire to make sure that uh, Bernie Sanders is not uh, the candidate. That's a good point.
0: Um,
2: But uh, yeah, I I think the young voters, especially the Bernie voters, where Mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's our turn, grandpa. Yeah. uh, Those people will show up. Mm -hmm. They will show up. I do think that there's a chance. I think it's a
1: small chance because of all the early voting, but there's a chance that Bernie could surprise in one of these states because of those reasons. I I would definitely be telling my grandma or my grandpa, no, don't go anywhere near those polls. Don't worry about it. Joe's fine. He's going to win by a lot. Um, And he might not. I mean, it may be closer than expected. I just feel like with all the early voting, it's probably going to be a situation where Biden, with the, the leads that he has in the polls of 15, 20, 25 points, should be
2: able to hold on.
0: Yeah, it'll also be interesting to see. You know, see. I've, never
2: seen, I've never seen anything like that dramatic turnaround of uh, Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. And I honestly wonder if that wasn't a little divine protection. Mm. Um, because, I mean, imagine what our country would be like if he were winning And I've never seen a turnaround like that before, ever, ever. I'm willing to chalk that up to divine protection. (laughs) Tell me that would not have been the story of
1: the year in any other year. It's like forgotten a couple of (laughs) weeks later. This is insanity. I feel like we're going to have nine more news cycles that are going to be bigger than coronavirus before the election even happens. I don't even know why we're talking about it. (laughs)
2: Well, we're in the we're in the coronavirus, and all I can concentrate on is, yeah, 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 I got the coronavirus. It's really bad. I got it. I got it. Do you see what's on the horizon? Yeah. I mean, <sighs> it's it is truly overwhelm the system. this is mm-hmm. this is this is a natural overwhelming of the system in all in all possible ways.
0: Yeah. all right. back in a minute. incredible It did say. Hey, before we get into the polls, welcome, by the way, everyone who is watching on Pluto TV. Uh, This is our Mm. debut day on Pluto Live. So welcome. You will see. I didn't know that. Yeah, I know. Uh, That's great. Yeah, I know. And so just so that they know, though, Glenn, usually we do have Glenn Beck at the table. He isn't always just a monitor. (laughs) (laughs) This is not the usual Yeah, well, I've
2: lost a lot of weight, so I'm very thin. I'm very thin. (laughs) I'm about that thin right now.
0: So welcome. We hope that you will continue to tune in to the little program that we do here every day, Monday through Friday. Uh, Yesterday's poll, are you self-isolating or living life as normal? Jeez, 62% of you said living life as normal. 37, 38 percent of you said self isolating. Well, it's
1: interesting because like at the beginning of this, right, Trump really did downplay this. Yeah. And he said, look, this is not, you know, come on, it'll be done in a few weeks. And he did. He is not doing that. Do you hear he is Donald Trump is the guy saying 10 yes. people or less in a gathering for the next 15 days right like isn't it clear that at both sides see this as very very serious right now i'm surprised mm-hmm. that you know and it's definitely polls are showing over and over again republicans are the ones who are more skeptical of it i mean i understand like you're, you're skeptical of government maybe generally but i mean republicans are telling you this donald trump is saying it i mean yeah. he's, he's not he's not trying to sink his own administration here
0: yeah uh we got to get into the today's poll. What are you doing during the coronavirus lockdown? Working, tweeting, something creative, or trying not to die? <laughs> We're doing all of them. What, you oh you people yeah, you just, just say one? all of them. I know. <laughs> We're trying to do yeah. all of them at once. We're multitasking. Over here again, we will still be broadcasting, so make sure to tune in I and mean, you guys got nothing but time now in your houses, right? So don't miss tomorrow's
2: show. Lots we'll of stuff to watch. Yes. Lots of stuff.